Oh, wow. Hi. Um, welcome to Chats in My Flat. I'm Harry, as always, in case you forgot. It has been six months. Uh, so, the last, yeah, last episode came out on the 9th of July. Uh, today is Christmas Eve. So it has been a while. Uh, it's been a little while. And I really don't have any excuses. Uh, I've just been really, really busy. It's been... So over the summer, I was um, I was still working at Big Sky, uh, which was great. I learned a lot there. Uh, so doing a lot of hours, though. So working there a lot. And then I went to Florida, which was amazing. My first time kind of outside of Europe, first time going to America, which uh, was insane, actually. It was it was really, really strange. I don't know if, if this is kind of isolated to people in the UK or Europe, but we kind of consume so much American media, like TV and stuff. And so I was, we would be driving along and I would be seeing restaurant names like Chili's and Applebee's. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, that's that thing that I've seen everywhere before, but never actually seen in, in real life. Uh, and it was just kind of an odd, surreal moment. I don't know if that's really sad. Uh, it probably is really sad, but it was uh, it was kind of a, a wild experience for me. Uh, went to Disney, went to Universal, did all the parks, did all the fun stuff. Um, got really, really sweaty. Uh, got torrentially rained on because Florida is like the most humid place on this planet. And it was, it was great overall though. Um, came back immediately and he went back to big sky, back to stark reality and then started up uni again in September. Uh, so that's kind of a big chunk of that time was just spent working and larking around in America and then back to uni straight in at the deep end with second year starting off with um with a big shoot that we had to plan which was great loved that loved getting my teeth into that um if you follow me on insta uh you'll have you'll have already seen that um that was the kind of black and white images uh with the white makeup which was it was great fun worked with some great people who I definitely want to work with again um kind of encouraged me to step out of my comfort zone more and and work with new people and stop trying to do everything myself um which is something I need to take on in life in general, I think. Um, stop trying to do everything yourself is a good, good, maybe good New Year's resolution to take forwards. And uh, then essays as well to write, which were awful because I hate writing. I'm very good at kind of talking the talk and blagging my way through things. But when it comes to putting pen to paper, I'm just, yeah, it's just not good. Um, but that's all done. I got everything handed in on time, which is a huge relief. That's all out the way. And so now I am working at Winter Wonderland again, as I did last year. Uh, so working with um, a company that provides the photo solutions for various kind of sites around the park. Um, really boring. It's not like it's not not an interesting pitch to kind of sell this job. But it's you know it's it's money through the Christmas break when things kind of dry up a lot. Um, I think I'm going to be doing an episode of Sam, who was on episode three. Um, he has a podcast as well. Obviously, he's a you know white man in his twenties, so why wouldn't he have a podcast? Um, 
And so I th- I'm, I'm going to be uh, going on that with him soon. That may even come out before this. Um, so if it, if, if it does, um, you may have already heard it. If not, go listen to it. And if it's not out yet, look forward to it. Uh, <laughs> um, also going to be doing a video with him for his YouTube channel, which will be interesting. I've never, I've never really done anything like that before. Um, you know, I'm quite a performative person, but I've, I've, I've never kind of felt the need to video myself and put it on YouTube. This is maybe as brave as I'll get with kind of putting myself out into the, into the ether for people to rip me apart. And, you know, I'll inevitably say something over the course of, if not this episode, the foreseeable number of episodes that will end up getting me cancelled or something. So today I don't really have a plan, as you can probably tell. Um, I don't really have a plan. I'm just kind of catching you up with what's been going on, figuring out where we are now, how we're going forwards. I've got some leftover questions from from the last episode, which, in all honesty, is probably not going to be much help answering them um, because you're, you know these problems were six months ago. So I'm sorry if you were in desperate need of advice and have been waiting half a year to, for me to get my act together. But there's also some new stuff, so some new things that people have sent in. I put a little poll up on Instagram a, a little while ago asking for some more questions and some more advice for uh, that, that you need. So so hopefully those will be more relevant and more useful to people. Uh, heard back from Bob. I want to say Bob from the last episode who hooked up with his teacher at the... Um, at his university summer ball. So Bob did not go forwards um, with kind of what had been happening, but another student who it had also been happening to did. And then it turned out that there were also five other students who um, had been experiencing the same thing with this same lecturer. And so they have now lost their job and everything is hunky-dory, um, and everything's good. So that's great. We've come full circle, back to the last episode. I've managed to tie it in with a six-month gap in the middle. What else can we talk about? Christmas. So it's, as I said, it's Christmas Eve. It's not Christmas Eve um, right now, but it is when you're listening to this. So we will we will pretend it's Christmas for now. Um, I hope everyone everyone has a good good Christmas. It's, um, it can be an interesting time. It can be an interesting thing for a lot of people. I say interesting. For some people, it can be, it can be awful. Um, I'm really lucky. I, you know, have a great supportive family. And so I always love going back for Christmas and seeing them because I don't really get to see them as much as I should do, uh, just because life gets in the way and it's, I'm, I'm really bad at managing my time. If I'm being completely honest, this is this is why this is happening now um, and not on the 14th of July when it should have come out. It's, it's yeah, it's a real problem. I need to get better at time management. It's, um, I'm prioritizing things. I think that maybe that should be my New Year's resolution. I think, I mean, I'm already kind of set. My New Year's resolution is to be kinder to myself. So I guess I can kind of work that in. Um and make it, make it work. I'm going to take this, like I said, this episode is probably going to be a, a fair bit shorter than usual. I'm going to take a quick break now and then we'll get back and we'll, uh, we'll answer some of these, some of these questions.
All right. Okay. So straight into it uh, with some questions. This one is from, oh my God, I need Tilda. I need Tilda to help me come up with with some some fake names. Um, this one is from... Um, uh, look around. First thing I can see. Um, this one is from Mac. <laughs> uh, Mac wants to know, what do you do when you're in a committed relationship and someone else is crushing on you? Um, you can... So if someone else is crushing on you, I don't see that as a problem. Um, I would think just take it, um, take it as a compliment, kind of acknowledge the crush, maybe don't flirt with them or, or lead them on in any way. If you know, there's, there's nothing that's going to come of it. I think someone having a crush on you isn't, isn't a big deal to me. If you're in a relationship, if you were crushing on someone else, then that would be crisis time. Um, Defcon five or one, um, whichever one's the worst one. I think that, yeah, that would be worst case scenario if you were crushing on someone else. Maybe, maybe I need more, I think I need more information on this. And, you know, how have they been making it overly apparent that they're crushing on you and has it been interfering in your relationship? Um, right back, Mac, let me know. What else? Christmas related one. Why Santa always got to be so thick? I think that's where Santa keeps all his magic. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in his butt. Uh, and that's why Santa's so thick. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to, you know, commit all those home invasions on Christmas Eve. He'd, he just wouldn't have the energy. What Christmas decorations are crucial for Christmas house vibes? Um, I don't think I don't think you necessarily need to decorate. Um, we've got a little tree up, but that's about it. Nothing else. It's just something else to clean around. More stuff to dust. And then it stays up for a month and then you're like, okay, I'll take it down on the 5th of January. And then you don't, and it stays up until March. And it's, I think it's, I don't think, um, I don't think decorations are essential. I think if you've got kind of a good, a good Christmassy atmosphere in the, in the house, I think that that would, that pays dividends. I don't think you need to, to decorate necessarily, but you know, you, you do you, if you want to, if you want to decorate every available surface with tinsel and, you know, hang baubles off of every light switch, then go for it. Ben Peters. Hi, Ben. Ben wants to know, best photography-related Christmas present? I don't know. I got I got a bag. I got a camera bag a couple of years ago, which I still use, which is really useful. I think if you don't have a good camera bag, maybe that's something something that would be good to ask for. I really hope you aren't hoping this is going to come out way before Christmas so that you can get some ideas of things to ask for because I, I feel like we're flying a little close to the sun here um, being Christmas Eve. Maybe um, maybe if your birthday's early in the year. Don't get any of the like gimmicky stuff like a, like a lens ball or uh, anything that comes up as an ad on Instagram as the perfect Christmas present for the photographer in your life. Avoid all of that. And, um, I don't know, ask for like, ask for a five grand camera, ask for a Leica. Why not? Okay. I think these ones, these ones are slightly less Christmassy. Aquamarine warrior. Wow. That is, <laughs> that, 
that's a that's a username and a half. What is your favorite song? Um I think at the minute at the minute I think it's golden off of Harry Styles' new album. I've been listening to that pretty much non-stop since it came out. Um it's just like a really nice chill song. Um it's kind of it's it's a good song. I was saying this to a friend of mine the other day. It's a really nice song to like it it makes me want to make art. Um I don't know if any other creative people ever have that with music for me plays like a huge part in my kind of creative process and I I I wouldn't dream of doing a shoot without music playing. Uh and a lot of the time the music I've been listening to will kind of inform the way the shoot turns out and it will you know have a kind of a direct tangible impact on the way the images look and even you know what i'm listening to while i'm retouching uh also kind of plays plays a, a part so yeah favorite song of the minute i think it's definitely definitely golden off of um harry styles's album i don't know if i have a favorite song of all time i think it changes too much yeah i don't know it's a tough one sal sal wants to know what do I do if a friend keeps sending me sexually explicit cartoons? He needs help. I think you should be grateful for your friend. And I think that you should maybe acknowledge that he is um, maybe behaving like a cat. And, you know, he's seeing these kind of these awful things that you maybe necessarily don't enjoy or have any use for. But <laughs> they are special to him and he wants you to have them. Okay, Connor Cook. Hi, Connor. Um, Connor wants to know, what is the most superior sauce, e.g. ketchup, HP, garlic mayo, sweet chili, etc.? That's a great question. That's the real kind of hard-hitting stuff that I want to cover um, on this podcast. I can fuck up a tub of garlic mayo. Like, that's that's good. There's, there's, a, there's like a halloumi fries place at Winter Wonderland that I eat at more than I should. And they do a really, really good garlic mayo. So I'm going to go with garlic mayo. That may change after Christmas. Ketchup's such a good, like, all-round, like, condiment. It's such a good all-rounder. You can put it on anything. And I, like, literally anything. I can think of every meal can be made better with ketchup. Yeah, that's (laughs) an odd ketchup-related tangent to go off on. Thanks, Connor. Oh, Matt Parker, Matty Parks. Um, who are some of your favorite photographers? I was right. I was actually writing about this for one of those essays for uni. Um, it was actually Matt Lambert's work that made me kind of consider photography seriously um, as something that I kind of desperately want to desperately want to pursue and um, to kind of take it seriously as something that you can actually you know, make a living from, um, and you can actually do not as just like a hobby. Uh, and it was great. It was kind of really nice to have that awakening. Um, and I definitely wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now without, without it. You, obviously we were were talking about this the other day. Um, you know, I discovered your work a little while ago. Um, I'm just, yeah, always blown away by it. Absolutely love it. Um, who else do I like? I mean, I like a lot of the stuff that's up in Taylor Westing at the minute. I couldn't tell you a lot of the names of people who have shot it, which is bad. I should be making a more conscious effort to 
um, remember people's names. It's it's all really great though. I love I love the Taylor Wessing exhibition. Um, it's been the prompt that's created one of my favorite photographs I've ever taken um, for a brief of, for uni last year where we were kind of tasked with shooting to enter that. Um, that's the uh, pre-viva image that is on my um, on my Insta and on my website. So if you go and have a look at that, that's the kind of the kind of imagery that goes into Taylor Wessing. It's all kind of social commentary stuff, like photos that are kind of documentary photojournalism based. Um, that have a bit of a meaning behind them. So yeah, Matt Lambert, um, you, who else? Who else? Oh my God, this is so bad. I should know I should know more photographers off the top of my head. Um, I think it's because you've put me on the spot. I think that's what it is. Hang on. Let me, let me go through my Instagram and have a look. Whose photography do I like? Oh, I love um, Damon Baker as well. A lot of, a lot of his portraiture. Um, is really really great. That's kind of a lot of the inspiration behind where I was going with the stuff I shot for uni this term. Um, the black and white, the way I was um, using, the way I was lighting with the intention of converting into black and white in post uh, was inspired a lot by him. Uh, so if you don't know, if you don't know Damon's work, go and check it out. Um, some really really great uh, black and white, all shot on film, I think could be wrong um but a lot of a lot of really really nice black and white imagery uh i really like um i like celine uh celine is one of my lecturers at uni celine marchbank uh she does some really really great documentary stuff really really powerful books um about her mum and uh new uh new show out at the minute um uh called isle uh, so that's celine um, who else is in it? Um, Linda Laird and, um, Nicola Muirhead as well. Um, there's no way any of them are listening to this, so it, I'm sure it doesn't matter if I forget a few people, but again, some, some really, really great female photographers creating some really, really stunning work. So yeah, some more people to, some more people to check out. Another question from Matt is... What is your opinion of people who call themselves professional photographers and just take selfies and use prepaid filters? I think you should keep doing it, Matt. I think it's I think it's really working for you. No, um, I I think honestly, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a huge issue because the minute someone like that is put in a situation where they're kind of tasked with actually creating something. Say, for example, like miracle happens and they're commissioned by somebody to shoot something. They would then immediately panic because they have no idea what they're doing. Um, similar to how I panic when someone <laughs> commissions me to shoot something because I'm still fairly sure I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think I think there's there's bigger problems in the photography industry than than, than people using hashtag Insta photographer and putting their 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 visco uh their visco photos um up on instagram i think i think i think i'm all questioned out i think that's all of them any others anything that catches my eye no the only thing i'm going to say is i am amazed at the number of bots that i had reply to the question stickers has anyone else noticed this anyone who regularly puts up um polls on insta let me know if you get a lot of bots replying to them because I literally couldn't believe it. Um, 
like like 30 plus replies from bots that are just like hi mr harry adams cool profile wow love your insta check mine like and they're just like amen with the 100 emoji (laughs) it's it's strange um you know obviously bots are a problem on instagram in general but i didn't realize that they're evolving um maybe we're heading towards a kind of skynet collapse of of instagram um okay that's enough rambling from me today hopefully this is enough to kind of tide you over and whet your appetite for the next episode where i will have someone else with me and it will be much more interesting than this i promise um so have a great christmas and i will talk to you in the new year